Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast Special Edition Show, um, 2023 College Football Season's Predictions. Um, this podcast will be dedicated to the Big 12. I'm going to do exactly what I did in the ACC and the Big 10, go over my projected standings, then predict the winner of the Big 12 title game, then I'll do um, my bold predictions throughout the conference, and I'll do some futures that I would like to give out. All right, so I have... Winning the conference with the record of 12-0, 9-0 in conference play, the Texas Longhorns. I think this is Texas's conference to lose. Texas is back, folks. I'm all in this year. I've been skeptical in the past, but they have hands down the most talent in the conference. They have Quinn Ewers at quarterback, but there's talk that they might go to Arch Manning if he were struggles. But they have a really good quarterback room. That's the beauty of Texas. But, um... We'll see about Ewers. I personally feel that if he doesn't get hurt last year against Alabama, they win that game outright. They beat Alabama last year if he stays healthy. I think he's really good. Um, Bijan Robinson's a big loss at running back, obviously, but I think that um, Kellen Robinson and Jonathan Brooks are going to be fine replacements. Um, they have good receivers, Xavier Worthy and Jordan Winnington, although Robinson and Worthy are going to be used on special teams too. A good tight end, Jatavion Sanders. Three really good offensive linemen. Um, their pass rush is arguably the strength of this team. Veteran Landon, including a transfer coming in, uh, Trill Carter. Um, and their secondary is awesome, filled with seniors. And special teams, very reliable. This is arguably one of the best teams in all of college football and I think this is a national championship contender in this conference coming in second with a record of 10 and 2 overall 7 and 2 in conference play the Kansas Jayhawks yes Kansas is not taking a step back this season I really think that Kansas is going to be good Jalen Daniels is a really good senior quarterback they have a good running back in Devin Neal Good receiver, Lawrence Arnold. A good tight end, Mason Fairchild. Offensive line has some questions, but I think that they could hold it together. Um, their pass rush is questionable, I would say. They have a couple of good defensive backs and a couple of good linebackers. A kicker coming in, Seth Keller, is a transfer, I believe, from Memphis. And I think their two big losses, Lonnie Phillips and Robotic Jr., they're big losses on each side of the ball, but... Um, I think that Kansas, their schedule breaks right, and I think that they're going to take advantage. I have in third in the conference, 9-3 overall, 6-3 in conference play, the Kansas State Wildcats. Um, I think Kansas State can win the conference. I have a future on them to win the conference, but that doesn't mean that they're going to win the conference, as I allude to that every time I make futures when I do the portfolio segment. Um, they have a good quarterback coming back in Will Howard. Two good running backs in Treshawn Ward, the transfer, and DJ Giddens. Um, a good receiver in Phillip Brooks, who's a special teamser. A good fullback at Ben Sinat. Veteran late in offensive line, which is going to help Will Howard in the running game. Um, pass rush is mediocre, and so is their secondary. I think their defense is going to be the reason why they don't win this conference. Their offense is going to be really, really good, but I don't think they can stop anybody. Um... Felix Anduke Uzmoa, big loss on defense. Um, Adrian Martinez, I thought he was an overrated quarterback in college. He um, was a flop at Nebraska. Had moments on Kansas State last year, but I think Will Howard's better. 
That's all. And special teams, um, I feel Brooks, but um, we'll see what their special teams. Um, coming in fourth in the conference, nine and three overall, six and three in conference. Sorry, the Oklahoma Sooners. I think Oklahoma bounces back from its six and six disaster and ends up with a respectable nine and three record. Um, Dylan Gabriel back for his senior year. Um, good running game with Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk. Um, Julio Farouk is a good receiver, and he's a good uh, special teams player, too. Um, good veteran-laden offensive line. Pass rush is pretty good. Um, secondary is mediocre. Um, but my issue with Oklahoma, they did lose a lot of talent. Marvin Mims gone, Anton Harrison gone, Eric Gray gone, Braden Willis gone. So um, we'll see how um, this group meshes and how good Gabriel is this year. Um in fifth in the conference with a record of 7-5 overall, 5-4 in conference play. The BYU Cougars. Welcome to the Big 12 BYU. And I think their first year in the Big 12 will be pretty good. This was one of my favorite teams to back over the past several years. But now that they're um, out of um, independent slash Mountain West. Well, I kind of looked at them like a Mountain West team because they would always play the Mountain West teams or the Pac-12 teams. But... Now they're in the Big 12, and I think that they're a part of this loaded conference. Um, Jaron Hall's a big loss for them offensively, but they still have the talent around. Very deep at wide receiver. Cody Epps leads the way. Hobbs Nyberg on special teams. They got a transfer running back in Aiden Robbins, a transfer tight end in Isaac Rex. Decentish offensive line, although they do lose some players on the offensive line. Um, pass rush, okay. Mediocre secondary, good punter and Ryan Recco. So yeah, we'll see about the Cougs. I think they make a bowl game. Um, in sixth place in the conference, seven and five overall, five and four in conference. We have the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um, I think Texas Tech may sneak up on some people this year. Um, Baren Morton's back at quarterback. Taj Brooks at running back. Good receivers. They have a good fullback and Henry Teeter. Um. Some questions on the offensive line, but a couple of good interior guys. Um, decent pass rush. Um, okay, secondary. Special teams um, is a little bit of a question mark for me. Um, their big loss was Tyree Wilson on defense at the pass rush. But I do think that Tech will be decent this year. Coming in seventh in the conference, 6-6 six six overall, 4-5 in conference fight, the UCF. Knights, welcome to the Big 12 UCF. I have them in a bowl game to begin their Big 12 era. Um, quarterback, um, a little bit of questions. Um, RJ Harvey at running back is pretty good. Really deep at wide receiver. Um, offensive line has some veterans there, including a transfer and rusty stats. Pretty good pass rush. Questionable secondary. Kicker, Colton Boomer is pretty good. Couple big losses on the offensive line: Matt Lee, Sam Jackson, Lee obviously was a transfer, and Ryan Swoboda, as well. Um, coming in eighth in the conference, seven and five overall, four and five in conference. Played the Baylor Bears. Um, Baylor last year had. A disappointing six and seven season. Um, 
they should be better, you would think. But they have some questions. A lot of transfers coming in. Blake Shape and a quarterback. Jake Roberts, a tight end. Clark Barrington, a guard. They have good receivers in Maneri Baldwin and Hal Presley. Um, their defense might be the strength of their team and more of a known than their offense at this point, and it's weird saying that. Um, good veteran Landon group. Five um, notable starters coming back. Um, but they do lose a lot of players. Mike, Micah Mizuka goes to um, Florida, the guard. Um, Craig Williams, the running back, transfer loss. Um, Galvin Holmes on special teams loss. Connor Galvin, the lineman loss. So, like, there are some big losses on this Baylor team that I don't know that they could, like, really recover from. Um, ninth in the conference, 6-6 six six overall, 4-5 and five in conference by the Iowa State Cyclones. Um, Iowa State has been, like, a darling in this conference past several years now, but... Um, I think there is a possibility that things might be going south. They went four and eight a year ago. Um, so you think they're gonna be better? They, I think they will be record wise, but we'll see. Hunter Decker's comes in at quarterback. Um, Drill Brock's a running back. Good receiver Jalen the Well. Offensive line has some questions, and so does their pass rush, but they're. Secondary is outstanding. Big losses. Will McDonald on the pass rush. Lake Knowles, the wide receiver. A couple of linebackers they lose. So, yeah, a lot of questions with Iowa State in terms of the future of that school. Um, 10th, 7-5 overall, 4-5 in conference play, the TCU Horn Frogs. Um, TCU had a good year last year. They're 17th in the preseason. Somebody's going to have to disappoint, they always say. They went undefeated in Big 12 play. They made the semifinal. They went 13-2, and so they lost in the college football playoff. And then they lost in the Big 12 title game. And then they, they got blown out by Georgia in the 90. I think they're taking a step back. They lose so many guys... They were a big part of that national championship, or not cha- national championship, but national um, finalist team from a year ago. Max Duggan, Quinton Johnson, Alan Ali, Steve Avila, Darius Davis, Kendra Miller. These are all big losses for the team. D. Winters on defense, Travis Hodge, Tomlinson, Dylan Horton. So I just don't think this team's going to be as good as they were a year ago. They have some guys coming back. Amani Bailey at the running back. Savion Williams at receiver. Um, Jared White-Lilly at tight end. Questions on the offensive line. Strength of this team is probably their secondary. Very veteran-laden. And their special teams are going to be pretty good, too. I would think. Coming in 11th in the conference. 5-7 and seven overall. 3-6 and six in conference play. The West Virginia Mountaineers. Um, West Virginia... Um, interesting team. There's sometimes a surprise in the conference, and then they get that random Saturday night game at home against whomever, and then they're probably going to have... Um, Actually, I know they do have a Saturday night home game on ABC this year against Pitt, but that is in Week 3, and that's a rivalry game, and that's a reason why 
It's in prime time. And West Virginia, to me, is a school that always gets weird favoritism within the media and TV. And it's very weird. And they're not, like, from... They're not Alabama, obviously. But those fans really give a shit. And they're always, like, fair and honest about their team. So that's probably why they do get a weird, like, nepotism from the media and and the just the college football community in a way. But I just, I'm not sure at this team this year. They can absolutely make a bowl. I mean, would I be shocked if they went 8-4? and four? No. Would I be shocked if they were ranked at, this, at one point during the season? No. Surprised? Yes. Shocked? No. Um, the offensive line's very good. They have a good running back, C.J. Donaldson Jr. Quarterback's a question. Deshaun Polk in special teams is good. He's a receiver. But my concern of West Virginia is on the defensive side of the ball. Their pass rush isn't very good. They have a couple of good safeties that are transfers coming in. Or no, one of them's a transfer. The other one is already on the team. And then their kicker's a transfer, Michael Hayes. A couple big losses offensively. Bryce Ford Wheaton, big loss. Reese Smith, transfer, big loss. Sam James, loss. Jordan Jefferson, the defensive tackle. He went to LSU. That's a loss. Dante Stills, loss on defense. So, um, a lot of uh, big losses for the Mountaineers on their roster. 12th, 4 8 overall, 2 and 7 in conference fight, the Houston Cougars. Um, Houston um, obviously comes over from the ACC. Um, questions at quarterback after uh, Clayton Toon leaves. Um, Matt Golden's a good receiver. Offensive line questions. Um, and then questions on the defensive side of the ball and special teams too. And Dana Holgerson's been there for like five years already. It's been since he left West Virginia. I wish Houston went to Morgantown this year, but I think um, West Virginia goes there. That would have been fun if Houston played at Morgantown. Maybe next year. Um, all right. 13th, 4-8 overall, 2-7 in conference play, the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I think the Cowboys take a step back. I feel bad because I really like Mike Gundy, and I think he's a really good coach. They went 7-5 um, and five last year, but they lose a lot of key players. Um, questions at quarterback after losing Spencer Sanders to Ole Miss. Um, their running back room is really good. Ollie Gordon and Jade Nixon. Brandon Preston on special teams is good. They have a good fullback in Jake Schultz. Um, their defense has some questions, um, and they have a good kicker in Alex Hale. So they, um, I think are in a little bit of trouble. Um, and in the cellar, three, nine overall, two and seven in conference by the Cincinnati Bearcats. I feel bad for Cincinnati. They're new to the conference. And I think that they are, um, not going to benefit right away from being in the big 12. And they're going to realize that the AAC last year was weak. And they went 9-3 and three a year ago. They have a new coach in Scott Satterfield who is, in my opinion, a downgrade from Luke Fickle. Um, Cincinnati will probably be good in time. I won't be surprised if they overachieve and go to a bowl this year. I haven't even seen the win totals yet, but there's a lot of key losses on Cincinnati. Tyler Scott, loss. James Tunstall, loss. Dylan O'Quinn, loss. 
Joe Hubert, transfer loss. Um, they have a lot of questions offensively, but their defense, I think, is going to be pretty good, especially their pass rush. All right, the Big 12 championship game, I have the Kansas Jayhawks against the Texas Longhorns. Good quarterback battle between Jalen Daniels and either Quinn Ewers or Arch Manning. Um, and from top to bottom, I just think the Longhorns have more talent. Um, I think that Steve Sarkeesian is finally going to come into his own. Um, Lance Leipold is an excellent coach for sure, and he got a lot out of the Jayhawks last year, and I think he'll continue to do so down the road, and they obviously nailed that higher. But I just think Texas has more talent, so I'm going to go with Texas over Kansas to win the Big 12 championship game. All right, so bold predictions for the conference. Um, All right, number one, I just mentioned Lance Leipold. I think he leaves Kansas and goes to another job. I don't know where that is. Um, There's going to be big schools that underachieve and try to go elsewhere. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are having problems. That's no secret. There's been rumors about Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan for a couple of years now to go to the NFL. What if Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan and goes back to coaching the NFL? Maybe, I don't know, Robert Sala, Jets underachieve. They fire Robert Sala. He goes to the Jets. What if Bill decides, hey, I'm going to hang it up. Jim goes and coaches New England. Um... What if Jerry Jones is sick and tired of Mike McCarthy? He could go coach the Cowboys. Um, What if Andy Reid decides that he's going to retire? What if Justin Herbert intrigues Jim Harbaugh and Brandon Staley gets fired because the Chargers underachieved yet again? So, Lance Leipold to Michigan. There you go. Bold prediction. All right, another coach that I think is not going to be with their team next year is um, Neil Brown at West Virginia. Um, He probably should have been fired last year. And obviously that school is a mess right now with the Bob Hoggins situation. And you know that the new um, people, the AD and such, um, did not hire Neil Brown. So I think Neil Brown's fired. And I think that Neil Brown has to, like, have, like, a monster season. Like, how, um, I mean, I think it would have to take a monster season for him to return. They would have to go, like, 8-4 and for him to come back. 7-5 and won't cut it in Morgantown. It just won't. 8-4, and 9-3, and I think he's back. I just don't see West Virginia in that tough of a conference winning more than seven games. So I think Neil Brown's out, and they're probably going to try to find an up-and-coming coach to coach the Mountaineers. And one name that stands out to me is Jeff Taylor at UTSA. I think UTSA is going to be awesome this year. And it's going to be like a Luke Fickle situation where a Power 5 school is going to pry him away. I think Jeff Taylor would be really, really good at West Virginia. There's a couple other guys to stand out, maybe a couple of coordinators that 
could jump out and whatnot, but Jeff Taylor stands out to me in a big way. And then the third prediction of the Big 12 is that the conference will add Stanford and they'll add Washington State. Um, I just think that I know there's a meeting probably going on right now as we speak about Stanford going to the ACC, but there's rumors about Stanford to the Big 12 too. And um, I think that at some point, and I wouldn't be shocked if it's um, before uh, this podcast gets posted, that Stanford, it'll be announced that them and Wazoo will be joining the Big 12 in 2024. But if not Stanford and Wazoo, I'm going to say it is maybe Wazoo and Memphis going to the Big 12. Because there's Memphis was in the talks with the Big 12, but they ended up saying the Americans, so... Um, Memphis and Wazoo, if not, if not Stanford, then Memphis from the American goes to the Big 12. So there you go. All right, futures for the Big 12. Um, so the Big 12 one took a little longer because I want to talk about some subplots and whatnot of my predictions and my clever Harbaugh prediction that I had. All right, so win totals for the Big 12. Um... Baylor, seven and a half. My I have them at seven, so that's a pass. BYU's four and a half. Oh my god. <sighs> that's so low. That is so low. And the over's very, very juiced. I would parlay that with something else in a different conference. Um Cincinnati's four and a half. That is pretty low. I have them at three, so I like the under four and a half for Cincinnati at plus one twelve. Houston's also four and a half. I have them at four, so that's a pass. Iowa State's at four and a half. That's low. I'll go over four and a half on Iowa State any day of the week. Kansas is six and a half. Oh my god, that is so low. Over six and a half plus one sixteen. Love it. Kansas State's over under seven and a half. Um, over's minus one eighty. That's pretty juicy, but I take it. Oklahoma's nine and a half. I'll pass. Oklahoma State is six and a half. I'll take the under all day every day. TCU is seven and a half. Um, that sounds about right. I'd pass. I thought TCU's was going to be juiced higher because of them being in the natty last year. So the Vegas knows. Texas is nine and a half. Overs minus 148. plus 114. Um, I would parlay that over with somebody else. Texas Tech is seven and a half. I'd pass. UCF is six and a half. Um... I'd pass to West Virginia's five and a half. I would pass on that as well. That's pretty much betting on them to make a bowl. So I'm pretty much on target with the Big 12, but the only one that is really, really low to me is Kansas. So if I had to bet on one of these, and the one I'll give out is over six and a half for Kansas wins at plus 116. Absolutely love the pick. All right, the Big 12 Conference odds. Texas is even money. Oklahoma's plus 420. Kansas State's 5-1. to one. I already have a future on that. Texas 11-1. Baylor's 19-1. TCU 21. UCF, Oklahoma State, and Kansas are 30. West Virginia 70. Cincy and Iowa State are 95. BYU's 100. Houston's 120. Kansas 30-1, of course. I have them in the Big 12 title game, so why not? 
take a flyer on them. I already have one on Kansas State. Oklahoma's overvalued. BYU at 100 to one's intriguing, but they have quarterback questions. But if I had to give out a value pick for somebody to win the Big 12 championship, it's Kansas at 30 to 1. And if there's no divisions in the Big 12, so we don't have to do that. So there you have it for the 2023 Big 12 um, portion of the season predictions podcast. Next up is the Pac 12. <laughs> 